The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai, Episode 11. Welcome to The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. I'm your host, Dr. Yishai Barkadari, psychologist and adaptability coach to entrepreneurs and business leaders. I believe that working on your business is more important than working in your business. If you want to achieve your business goals and dreams without the cost and pain of having to make every mistake yourself, then The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is the podcast for you. I'm here to help you learn from the lessons of entrepreneurs and business leaders to help you work on yourself and your business so that you can save time, energy, and grow faster. For those of you new to the show, The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai presents three new episodes each week on Insight Sunday we dive into the minds of business leaders through insightful guest interviews. On Story Tuesday, we dig deeper with them and learn firsthand from their stories, hard-earned lessons, and experience. On Thrive Thursday, it's just you and me on the couch, where you'll hear scientific research, my thoughts, and tangible tactics to adapt and grow yourself and your business. Grab a proverbial seat and listen up so you can learn from the minds and mistakes business leaders and apply their wisdom to your life and business. Today's conversation, continuing from Insight Sunday. Mary opens up and shares lessons she has learned about what success looks like, the necessity of support and connection to follow through with commitments, getting discouraged, deciding and stepping into who you want to be. Such powerful stories and lessons to learn from. Before we dive in, I wanted to share that the Business Couch with Dr. Yishai is brought to you by Accountability Coaching. If you lead a six or seven plus figure business and experience a drag or dip in your growth, if you notice diminishing engagement or passion in your business, if you want to eliminate exhaustion and burnout in yourself or your teams, if you sense that you or your company would grow faster and stronger, if you could just pivot efficiently and effectively when circumstances change like they have so much in 2020, then you've got an adaptability problem. Adaptability coaching will give you and your business the psychology and neuroscience-based tools to understand and leverage core adaptability skills through the unique 3D adaptation framework. You can learn to harness and leverage core adaptability skills to grow yourself and your company. You can learn to become fast, flexible, and formidable. You can learn to turn tough circumstances, reactions, and exhaustion into energy, excitement, and excellence for you and your company. To learn more, go to dryishai.com coaching. Join me in welcoming Mary Teresa Tringali, entrepreneur and founder of the Aligned and Empowered Project. Welcome back, Mary. I'm glad to be back. So excited to have you again on the couch. So for those of you who don't know, Mary Teresa works as an events and sponsorship specialist for the Winter Kids nonprofit and runs the Aligned and Empowered Project while also being an accountability coach. On Insight Sunday, we covered her kind of origin story, but it's so much more than that. What a journey. Uh, Mm -hmm. And if you haven't listened, you have got to listen to that. There's so many parts that are both relatable and inspiring that show the importance of alignment and how to get there. So if you haven't listened yet, Go back and listen to that before diving into today's episode, Story Tuesday. 
So again, thank you, Mary, for grabbing a seat with me on the couch. I'm so excited to be here and to keep digging. And obviously, if you listen to the last episode, I have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I chat and chat, but yeah. Yeah. Thanks for so, having me. Of course. On Story Tuesday, we dive deeper into your hard-earned lessons so that we can all learn from them. So I wanted to start with some of your most memorable lessons. And I know on Sunday, on Insight Sunday, you talked a little bit about some of your experiences and lessons that you kind of learned and picked up from them. So I wanted to ask in a bit more of a specific way, whether it's those or some other ones, what have your biggest learning experiences been? Can you bring us into that moment? What happened before, during, after, and what your key takeaway was? So I'm actually going to talk about a lesson that I learned very recently. So this isn't, it doesn't go too far back, but it's actually about my most recent launch for my program. And without getting into too many specifics, I'm part of a mindset group right now. And one of the things I joined the mindset group during this specific time, because I knew that I needed support from a mindset perspective, while I was having this particular launch for this program, some other other business owners, some other coaches, they might be launching programs every month, every couple of weeks. And I have just this one signature program that I plan on launching three times a year. And so I really wanted this launch to be really successful. And successful to me meant, I mean, at the end of the day that I had at least two people in there so that there was a community, it wasn't just one person, and that they had people to feed off of each other. But I knew that in in hindsight, I really wanted to have 12 to 14 girls, maybe even a little bit more as part of the program. And so I knew that I was going to need that kind of support from a coach who specialized in keeping people energized and excited about it. So one of the things that we do, the launch is about two weeks long, and usually everybody knows, just like events, everybody buys their ticket the day before. So, and I just, as much as I want to control that situation, because I am a a total controller, I really would have preferred that that stress did not happen on those last couple of days. So I was really determined to do as much as I possibly could to not let that happen. But before we got started, my coach said to me, are you fully committed to making this launch what you are saying you want it to be? And I said, yes, I am. I said that And I didn't fully understand what that commitment actually meant. Mm -hmm. And throughout another couple of calls that we had, he brought me up a couple more times and he said, Mary T is committed to this particular result in a launch. Are you committed to that result in your launch? Then that's, you're going to show up as somebody who's having that kind of a launch. And when I, I went about a week and a half and it was the Wednesday before the launch was ending on that Sunday and I was feeling so defeated, nobody was signing up, nobody was really responding, nobody was, I just wasn't feeling that energy back. I had two girls signed up, so in my eyes, I was a success. I had two girls signed up. I got to serve two girls no matter what, I was going to be able to have that and that was really great and I was trying so hard to hold on to that. And I remember just feeling like I could just give up right now. Like I could just stop. I could just, I could just be whatever. And then in my head, I heard, but aren't aren't you committed to this launch? And the voice said, who do you show up as when you're committed to this launch? Now I had never had this kind of a launch before. I didn't even know who it was I had to be 
to be the person who had a launch like this. But I knew in that moment, considering quitting was not that answer. That person was not somebody who quit on Wednesday when I still had five days to go or four days to go. And so it was like instantly I had a switch where I was like, well, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen here, but I'm going to be somebody who has that kind of a launch. Whether the launch actually happens and people actually show up, I'm going to show up as if that's the story I I have to tell is this is what I did to make that launch happen. And as soon as I made that mindset switch, as soon as I stepped into that role of that person, which I had to make up, I had to fake it. I had to fake that I was somebody who did this thing. And as soon as I stepped into that role, into that leadership, it all just started clicking. And by Sunday, I had nine girls and three more girls signed up within 48 hours after that. So it was just like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh, this is what happens when you decide you are the person who has this kind of success. Hmm. And can you help me understand? Can you say a little bit more about what stepping into that leadership looked like? What that that launch looked like? What having that launch? What Give me more of those details. Yeah, I would say that one of the things that I had to do was I voice memoed probably 200 people. And I just fully stepped into, I don't care. I know that I have something to offer. I know I can't worry if they're going to get upset with me. If they're going to get upset with me, they won't follow me and that's fine. But I said, I have something to offer. I know that I can change lives. I know that if you are in a place that you need something like this to change your life, I have the answer to that. And that's where I came. I came from that place of, I can't worry about what other people are going to think of me. Mm-hmm. I have to worry about if I don't offer this to them, then their life will remain the same. Hmm. And when I stepped into that mindset and I just started voice memoing 200 people and just saying it was almost like they needed the permission to even consider investing in themselves in this way. And once I Hmm. kind of stepped into that leadership role of I'm going to give you whatever permission you need to consider that this is something that will help you change your life in a positive way. Once I did that, people who I never even thought would say yes started saying, you know, I was thinking about it. And then I said, okay, well, let's get on a call. And when I was able to do that, I had people out of the 12 girls who signed up, eight of them were people that I had to reach out to and say, I think that this could be great for you. Hmm. And so that was big. So what I'm hearing there is that it kind of reminds me when you were talking about on Insight Sunday about being a coach before you were getting paid to be a coach and the idea that when you saw someone with potential, you would choose to step in and say, I see yeah. you have potential. How are you going to get to that potential? And right. so the person and the leader and the entrepreneur that you needed to be here and the way that looked was stepping into that space of, I have something that you need. And the way you need it is you need someone, something somehow to show up. This is the accountability piece, right? This is the coaching piece is you need someone to show up to say, I see you. I see you have potential. You can get to that potential. Here's something that would help you get to that potential. Now you get to choose if you want to opt in because you're not going to like accost them and force them to do anything, but you will show up and say, I am able to, I have this thing to offer you. I see you have potential. And so that's how you needed to show up both for yourself and internally, and then also to and for them. And these are people who as it turns out, had been thinking about it. 
and weren't thinking about it the way you had thought about it previously or what you had assumed, and also needed somebody to show up and say, I see you have potential. I think you could really make something happen. And I have these tools and community and accountability, and I have this way of being a support. And if you value that, if you believe that you can get there and you value that, then you're welcome to step in. I'm letting you know I'm taking a step. And do you want to take a step in lockstep with me or not? So that's the kind of leadership you needed to step into. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And also I needed to give some of the women who I did talk, I didn't close every single call that I had, you know, not every Mm -hmm. single woman said, yes, this is what I need. There's still a lot of women out there who don't believe that they should invest in themselves in this way, Mm -hmm. or they're scared of it, or they're scared of being vulnerable with other women that they don't know. And I understand that. And I think that a huge piece of the puzzle of anybody kind of stepping into their full potential is allowing those fears to not dictate their future. Because if they do, they'll never reach their full potential because you need to be, you need to be open to understanding how you can do better, but you also can't do it alone. We're not meant to do anything alone. We're always, we're meant to support each other and allow other people to lift us up so that we can then in return, lift them up. And nobody is meant to do this alone. The, even the, you know, the most successful leaders, entrepreneurs, business people in the world have a team of people who they work with Hmm. and whether those people are underneath them or they're, they're, you know, co-conspirators or they're in masterminds with them. Everybody has boardroom of people in their life who are supporting them along the way. Is that connection? Maybe it's the relationship. Maybe it's the support. Maybe it's also other people's perspectives, whatever it is. Maybe it's being held accountable because you're in a group, whatever that group looks like. And it could be a lot of different things. It could be friends, it could be family, it could be, as you said, mastermind, a boardroom. It could be, you know, someone else who works for you or that you work for. There's so many parts to that. Yeah. So I think that a huge part of women getting out of their own way so that they can step into their leadership and step into their power and reach their potential and find that alignment is allowing the opportunity for them to get out of their own way. And Mm. standing in their own way is saying, I don't need your help. I don't need that. I don't need this. I don't need community with people who are not in my circle. I don't need to step outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing and I don't know if this is really connected, but I want to kind of put it out there and see what you make of it. What I'm hearing is that there's a big part of this, of the way in which we get in our own ways and that we hold ourselves back. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One of the most important things in order to accomplish or achieve our potential is to see that that's happening and then to put in place whatever the supports are that are necessary to not allow that to happen. And then the connection point is when you were talking about the big lesson you learned in this most recent launch, that a week and a half in, you were feeling discouraged, you were feeling unmotivated, and there was a part of you that developed that awareness that, oh, maybe I'm getting in my own way. Is this what I want? Mm-hmm. How do I stay committed to this? Right. And that support that you had, you talked about your, your business coach, and the support mm-hmm. you had and the commitment you'd made over and over and over again brought that back up into your mind. Right. And so that in that moment, you did the very thing that you were just saying that we need to do in order to Mm -hmm. accomplish our success, in order to step into our own leadership, in order to fulfill our passions and our potential. That's right. And I think that, you know, my coach says all the time is that we teach what we need. 
And a huge part of the my program is teaching women to do exactly that, is to become aware of how they're standing in their own way, but then to have this toolbox of skills that they can reach into anytime and say, I see this happening in my life. What can I do to flip the switch, to take a right turn, right? And um, th- that might be spending some time in silence and meditation. It might be journaling. It might be having a five-minute dance party. It might be going on a winning streak, just talking about that, to celebrating your wins for the day, just to raise your vibe. There's a lot of different ways that we can take action in our lives to just kind of switch our perspective a little bit into Mm -hmm. that person that we would prefer to be. That switch is so clear to me that when I made it, everything else showed up to me that it was a really important lesson. But you're right, it was exactly, that was an opportunity for me to go back to my old self and go back to that person who never had a launch like that and go back to that person who was a victim of my circumstances and my past stories. But I chose to step into the new version of myself. Hmm. And that is a decision we have to make again and again and again. It is a commitment that we have to make to ourselves. And if you can't find a way to commit to yourself in that way, you you'll never commit hmm. to all the other things that come along in your life. You're always going to be wishing that it was easier. <laughs> yeah. You're always going to wish it and then maybe not make that decision or not learn from the past experience. And one thing that I want to draw from that you're talking about now, and even goes back to, again, the Insight Sunday, the whole story that you shared is that you lived the consequences of not making that choice. And at some point, there was a part of you that said, this is not sustainable. This is not okay. This doesn't get me where I want to go. Life feels so much harder. Why am I pushing the giant boulder up the, up the hill only to have it flatten me and roll back down the hill? And why am I doing the same thing all over again? And yes. what I'm hearing is that making the decision, making the commitment is perhaps in part, and may come from in part, having experienced, especially for you and for anyone out there listening, for those of you who are listening, I want to ask you to think about it for yourselves, listening to the moments that you had, that you lived the consequence and you don't want to live it. And you, you've been in that, you don't want to keep being in that. And the alternative is to make that commitment, to make that decision. You learn that the hard way and you help people learn that without having to keep going through it over and over and over again and to make that shift sooner. And chances are they've lived it the hard way already. There's a, there's a reason they're unhappy or unsatisfied or not where they want to be or not being themselves, not aligned. That's right. And it all comes down to deciding that you want something different for yourself. And I remember very clearly the decision to step into this thing that was going to be really hard for me and really challenging. And it's too bad that we wait until we're at the very end of our rope to make decisions like that. But sometimes that's how it happens. So now that I've made that decision once and I saw and I got to the end of my rope and I decided to step into my power, I can almost recognize myself going down that hole again way earlier. And Mm -hmm. I know I can decide earlier that that's not going to be the direction that I take. So instead of sliding all the way down to the end of the rope with the, with the burn that comes with it on your hands, you notice when 
you are noticing yourself when you you're, you've developed and cultivated the skill of awareness. So when you start to slide down, you recognize what's happening. You're able to take a pause to become more aware to then make that decision and not need to slide all the way down to the end of your rope before really right. climbing back up again. Right. And yeah. I think that's just, that's totally just part of the process. You have to understand it. I, I mean, not that I wish everybody to be that have those low, low points. So mm-hmm. my advice to you is to start being aware of when you're starting to slip way earlier than when I did. I was just super stubborn and wanted the universe to show up for me, even though I wasn't showing up for the universe. I was mm-hmm. really, really mad at the universe. Mm-hmm. And um, But once I kind of decided that I was done being the victim, that's when things started to change for me. So if you can catch yourself much earlier than that and start either taking action or surrendering, whatever it is that you're supposed to do in that moment. Sometimes the surrender is what has to happen in order for you to take the action. Yeah. So I'm hearing that on two sides and I want to really kind of open up both of those sides. The one side is in your own business and the decisions you've made in your business and how you see that you run your business, which is you come to and acquired the skills and made the decisions and, and learned from those experiences and made those mistakes before. And so that's on the side of recognizing those things and how you run your business. And so for anyone who is an entrepreneur or in a leadership position in their business, recognizing that process, recognizing the importance of the awareness, recognizing the importance of making those decisions and recognizing that we may have a tendency to slip, to slip and slide and get burned all the way down to the end of the rope before we make that decision and to start paying attention to that to dive into and learn from that and not make that decision again. That's a huge part of being able to be successful as an entrepreneur in a business, in a position of leadership, whatever that position is. Don't just let it slide. And then I'm hearing the other part of it is that that's what you do in your business. That's how Mm. you conduct your business. It's also what you help other people learn. And so that's kind of, it's a core part. And again, we're talking about, and this comes back to from Insight Sunday, the alignment, how important that alignment is and how having that alignment has been so empowering for you and your business and also for those you serve. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, we're going to jump into another lightning round and then we'll wrap it up for today. So I wanted to ask, what's one thing you know now that you wish you knew when you were getting started? That the universe will show up for me if I allow myself to be in the flow rather than fighting against it. What is the difference between a mistake and failure? Oh, that's a good question. I don't believe in failure. I think everything is an opportunity for learning. Mistake could possibly be that your gut was telling you one thing and you went against your gut and then it ended in not working out. And maybe failure is that you went with your gut and it still didn't work out, but it was a huge lesson and you can still be proud of yourself. I just, I believe that failing forward is the best way to live. So if I did have to distinguish between the two, it's that mistake was that you didn't listen to your instincts and you did the opposite and that failure you were able to learn and fail forward. Can you name one person that when you make a mistake, you can go to them and they respond by saying, okay, let's deal with this now and learn from it for later. My boss, Julie. Who is one person that you learned from their mistakes instead of making your own? Probably my dad. He was always very open about things, mistakes, choices that he made that didn't really work out for him. What is more important, working in your business or working on your business? I think in my business, because that's where I feel and flow. 
I'd rather just be fully in it, you know, working with my my clients, helping people with questions rather than having to be strategic on the outside. And last, what is one thing that's coming up for you or your business that you're working on or excited about? Right now we're in moving into week three of the Align and Empowered Project for this round. And I, it's just, it's so fun to see women so early in the process, already feeling the effects of the program. So we're just at the beginning and it's pretty, it's so powerful. So it's just, I, I'm so thrilled by it. So it's, yeah. it's like being excited about what's happening right now shows me that like there's such a huge future for this program. So you're excited and, and really looking forward to watching the process unfold, watching the transformation mm -hmm. happening, and you're already seeing it start to happen. And that's really telling you that you're where you need to be. Yeah, exactly. So thanks again for giving us a peek behind your success and diving into your hard learned wisdom. It's really rare and so powerful to learn from the pitfalls in our entrepreneurial journey and in leadership, as well as your achievements. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to let you guys know that Again, I'm really good friends with Mary, and mm -hmm. we've had a number of interactions. We've uh, we've been in touch for quite a while, and you know what we covered today, what we talked about today, is so important and so powerful. We talked about the importance of what success looks like, and being aware of that and holding on to that, and also the importance of having support so that you can make the commitments you need and follow through with them. We touched on what happens when we get discouraged, what happens when, whether it's old stories or, or previous experiences get in the way, and the importance of being able to switch into who you need to be and who you've committed to being in order to continue to get your business moving, your entrepreneurship moving, your leadership to step into that leadership. And we also talked about the importance of recognizing when you've been at the end of your rope and that's when you've made the decision finally as opposed to developing that skill of being aware and being able to slow down and think and make that decision sooner rather than later so thank you so much thank mary you. for sharing such important such powerful lessons really excited to have you here thank you so much for joining us on the couch thank you for having me Thanks for joining us today on The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai. If you enjoyed today's episode, take a moment to rate and review the podcast. It helps grow the show and gives more people like you the ability to learn and grow. You can also click the share button to share today's episode directly with someone you know would enjoy it. The Business Couch with Dr. Yishai podcast artwork is made by Sam Barkadari, show notes by Yishai Barkadari, and music by www.purple-planet.com. The advice and opinions of the host and guests are our own. I'm a psychologist, but not your psychologist. The conversations and content of this podcast do not contain or create any psychology practice, diagnosis, or therapist-patient relationship with either the guest or the listener. So do your own research before using anything from this podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember, our thoughts and reactions affect our actions. By listening, we can learn from the challenges others face and the choices they make so that we can make better decisions and get better results. 